You know what I'm saying? I mean, once I learned that is when I stopped comparing myself and thinking anyone was in a better position than mm. I am. That was a blessing for me in life. But why I say that is like, a, I do think amongst friends, looking at your friends and seeing them prospering or doing different things, that actually goes a long way in actually motivating you as well. Mm. And knowing that I'm also capable of also doing well. Like I'm such a big believer of that whole concept of you're the average of the people you spend the most amount of time with. That thing is so real to me. Because I feel like, yeah, when you have people around you that you think, are going in the same direction that you want to be going in. If you ever um slip up or maybe things aren't going the way you want it to go, like you know that getting advice from those people are going to take you to where you want to be. Mm. I think when you have that kind of understanding, you definitely go a long way more than You know we've officially been friends for like 18 years now. That's crazy, you know. This is actually one of the few topics I think we can actually claim our experts in. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We actually can. In a whole 18 years. I'm assuming that we've been friends since year one. And I don't actually remember when okay. we officially actually became friends. I don't know what your earliest memory is. Mm. I remember when my earliest memory was, you know. It was, um, I think it was year one. Because I remember being year one. It was the first time I was there. And I was just like looking, <laughs> looking around. Nobody, nobody, oh, nobody. And I remember like meeting you. Yeah, I mm. remember meeting you. And I remember what classroom it was in the school that we Seriously. went to. Seriously. Yeah, I remember what classroom it was. That is crazy. Yeah, my memory is actually horrible. I remember when I think it was like a school play. I don't know what year it was, but I know it was in primary school. So yeah, we've definitely been friends for a very long time. So it's actually mad. And obviously, this episode is dropping the week after her birthday. But you know, even though I'm your senior. I respect your opinion, you know. <laughs> to be fair though, I never, that senior thing, right? I never took it in <laughs> at all. Bro, listen, man, you should actually be respecting me. A whole two <laughs> days, 48 hours, I was out here breathing whilst you were still in there doing nothing. And there's a big chance that we were even in the same thing, you know. Hospital? <laughs> yeah, we were born in the same hospital, bro. Um, so oh, there's a big man. chance yeah there's parents are probably there at the same time maybe I won't even saw yours she's like eh, yeah you have a baby too <laughs> <laughs> no it's crazy, crazy. I, I don't know how long babies stay in the um, in the thing for oh you mean like yeah. the incubators yeah yeah I don't know how long they stay in it might not it might not even be up to two days it might have been out Mm. Yeah, of course, man. I was out here yeah. gaining experiences, learning. I had to make sure that when you when you hit the streets, you're ready. <laughs> I had to acquire all the knowledge from the both of us. You get me? I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, man. But I think it definitely makes me think because the question I've always thought about is when I look at adults. So it could be mm. family, like aunties, uncles. I guess a big part too is like TV media. I look at them like, how do you have no friends? Like, mm. what happened in your life now that you're at the age you're at? And you have no friends. Like, it's like, it's not even like, yeah, I have this one, like, no one. I ask you who's your friend, you can't point at anyone. That's, that yeah. thing has always spun my head how it happens. Do you think, um, that that's a bad thing that they have no friends? Oh, that's a, that's an interesting, good question. I don't think it's a bad thing. Cause I guess that that's like, this is what we're probably going to go into deeper in this is that there's loads of reasons why. And I think there's definitely advantages that we do have in our generation. That'll probably make it easier than they had. So I think that also is a big aspect like to consider. But yeah, it is something I'm just like, yeah, it scares me. Cause I'm like, rare. <laughs> this is possible. Like, how? Because I look at my yeah. people around me and I'm like, I can't imagine these people not being in my life. But it happens. Mm-hmm. You understand? So mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that's always spun me. No, it's definitely a fear for everyone. Even though, yeah, it's definitely a fear for everyone. I have mm-hmm. that fear. 
Yeah, I think I think even for me recently, I've I've just even though I have that fear, I'm more like it's all right, mm. <laughs> you know. But I think that's just for the people I'm not too close with. Okay, you okay, understand? like okay. like you or other people. Mm. Like, yeah, I think for you, man, I feel like you, man, will always be my friends. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm. But for other people who've been in and out, I'm I'm not really. Those are the people who I also have fears about, but I'm I'm not really too. That like, is what isn't it. Yeah, <laughs> I hope. I hope for friends. Yeah, because I'll say you, I'll, I'll say you, man. Especially you, have crossed over to be be more family than mm. friend. No, yeah, I, so, I definitely feel yeah, the same yeah. with you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even on that though, so how would you define what a friend is from that like, your point of view? I'll say a friend is someone you can trust, mm. who accepts you. Because yeah, big um, acceptance is definitely a big thing. No, it is. It is. My dad always used to tell me this thing where uh you know, if you have money, <laughs> your mm. friends will be there to spend it with you. But the minute that you don't have money anymore, they're going to be gone. And, That's so yeah. cold. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. It's no, true. I, I hear it. It's true to an extent. Yeah. So I think friends that, you know, that last during the tough times, mm. those are the people that you know, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. They love me. Yeah. yeah. And it goes into acceptance as well. Okay. So, no, I definitely heard that. I definitely heard that. That's why I say friends are. Okay. For me, I would say, yeah, I think exactly what you said. I think the aspect of people who you think are always going to be there. So I feel like with everyone, there's always going to be the sad, little arguments, little this and that, but it's people that I think you know are very important to you. Because I think obviously, firstly, I think it's people that you're similar to. Because we all are friends with people that have like, it's not like we, we think similarly. That's probably why we're mm. friends initially. You wouldn't be friends mm. with someone that you just, you're always clashing and you can't agree on anything. But I also mm. think the biggest aspect of it for me is your differences as well. Cause I think mm. that's the part of you. That's the part that makes you a better person. Cause I think for me anyway, everyone I have, I consider a friend. You have to bring value mm. to my life. And I yeah. think just a yes man who's just going to agree with everything I say, I don't mm. consider as, as a friend. Like I think yeah. it's definitely the differences and how the way you think differs from the way I think and how cool I can learn mm. from you and we can both grow mm. together. I think mm. that's definitely a big aspect of it in terms of friendship. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I remember, I remember when, um, like I, I told you one big decision I was about to make. Mm. And then you're like, well, do you, you think that's the right choice? This and that. And obviously I knew like that's what you were kind of saying, but it was mm. nice to hear that because mm. I don't want someone that's like, oh yeah, that's nice. Like not even going along my idea, but just not giving me any, any of the fear about mm. the decision I'm about to make. So mm. yeah. So it was nice to know, okay, this is someone that I can come to with sensitive information, important mm. information about myself, and they can mm. give me very deep, constructive um, criticism. Yeah, no, definitely, man. I think definitely, like, in general, I think disagreement sometimes is never something that people really want to do or go out of their way to disagree. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like being the yes man is actually a very simple role to play. Because you know you're never really going to upset the other person. There's never really going to be issues because you just agree with what you want to hear in the first place. Yeah. But I think, yeah, yeah. I think definitely a true friend is someone that's willing to tell you, this is how I feel. If you don't take it well, we go from there. But I can only be honest with you. Yeah. And on the flip side as well, I think it's important to, when you're the friend that's receiving the advice, to also be calm and mm. receptive to it. Because no, it's true. you should understand that the person isn't really trying to attack you. They care for you and that's why they give you more kind of constructive it is so hard to make new friends. And I think I underestimated... Oh, it is, man. I underestimated 
how difficult it was when I was younger. Because, you know, new people are just around you all the time. Bro, making friends as a kid is so easy, man. It's as simple as you like Pokemon, <laughs> I like Pokemon. Let's be friends. It's so simple when you're mm. kids. But yeah, definitely, as you get older, it's definitely a lot harder mm. to do it. But I would say, though, is I do think there is a difference where, where when you're older, because you know yourself better, probably the, even if you do manage to make the friend, the quality of the friend will be mm. better. Because it's more applicable to who mm. you are. Whereas when you're a kid, you're not really thinking too mm. tough. It's very short-termish and short-sighted. Mm. So even though it's easier, you might be able to make more friends. The quality mm. probably isn't really there the way it is when you're older. Is what I would I, say. I agree. I agree. I think, yeah, if you have close friends when you're older, the quality is a lot better than if you have close friends when, mm. when you're little. What are the ways that you have been able to make friends the I would say probably when I started to really think about what I enjoy doing I think that definitely made it easier because I think now obviously when you start working and you become an adult and maybe you have more interests you can actually go out of your way to go to places where you probably will meet people that also like the things that you like (laughs) I think that's definitely a big way to make friends as you get older you have this interest let's say I want to try this class I've always been interested in this. I go and try it. You meet people there. You speak. You're like, oh, we both have this interest. And then from there, you start to see what other things you have in common and you go from there. I definitely think that's probably therefore a big one, like in terms of, yeah, how I would make friends. You know, it's funny, bro. I don't know if you know friendship coaches exist. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. I, yeah, man. I think they're like a type of psychologist. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. So obviously, why not qualify? This is very unlicensed advice. You listen to us at mm. your risk. But if you were a friendship mm. coach, how would you recommend someone goes about making new friends? Okay. Um, I would probably say put yourself out there. Don't be shy. And and just mm. be yourself. Mm. Be yourself. Yeah. yeah. No, that be yourself thing is so mm. key, man. Like, I remember people always say to you when you're growing up, like, be yourself, be a... And it's, it's, it's one of those things that you're like, oh, whatever, man. Myself, don't give me the girls, don't mm-hmm. give me the friends. But the older you get, you realise that honestly being yourself actually helps you make the most authentic relationships with people mm-hmm. around you. I think an idea that we need to change is the whole concept of just trying to have as many friends as possible. That's like, even me when I was growing up, I used to be like, oh, right, I wish I had more friends. I wish... But then I feel like the older I get and the more you realise to be yourself, you realise that it's better to have less friends that actually love you. When you have a personality where people either love you or they don't like you, I think that's when you make the most authentic relationships. When you're just trying to please everyone or just be friends mm-hmm. with everyone, then I feel like that's when you're not really... You're not being true to who you are because there's no way that everyone would like you if you're being true. What you're doing is you're adapting to everyone that you meet and that's also a form of acting. But yeah, but I wanted to ask you though, in terms of growing up, do you think there's ever been times when maybe you feel like you haven't been yourself? Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like when I was younger, mm. I remember being in primary school and my teachers would tell me, peer pressure, peer pressure. And I used to be like, <laughs> me? No, it's impossible, but... Mm. Honestly, the older I got, yeah, I definitely succumbed <laughs> to some peer pressure. Mm. Um, so I would definitely say some of the decisions I was making when I was younger, I definitely did it to fit into certain mm. groups, certain crowds. Even now, like it happens now and then, you know, I'm not too, mm. I'm not, but I know when it happens now. <laughs> like when I was younger, I didn't know. But now when it happens, I'm more of like, you know what? These people, they're not my people. <laughs> so I just, I just, okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, so, I hear that. I would, I, I would just I brush that. them or I wouldn't want to pursue the relationship because I knew that I wasn't authentic myself here. And I know that I was only doing that mm. to make the situation as a whole easier for myself. 
So that, yeah, it's it's definitely an ongoing battle, but it's just something you have to. As long as you can recognize that you're doing it. I think it goes a long way. I definitely also agree with you in terms of, yeah, growing up, I think I was definitely the same, where you want to fit in with different people. As you get older, though, I do think late secondary, sixth form, uni, I think I would start to say that people that became my friends are the friends now that I probably think will be my friends for the rest of my life, hopefully. Understand? As long as I have anything mm-hmm. to do with it. I guess it's just a learning process and you have to yeah. go through it. I, I would think that um, you say if you have anything to do with it, I think that's such an important thing because... Why are you making new friends? Because you mm. make new friends all the time. I remember mm. making so many friends through school, college, uni, whatever. But a lot of them actually dropped off. And it's only because I didn't have anything to do with it. Because I didn't really try and sustain the relationship mm. afterwards. So I think, yeah, yeah if you, if you're, yeah. when you're making new friends, I think the most important thing is to definitely try your best to sustain. And if that means reaching out mm. more often than they reach out to you, that's fine. But I think it gets yeah. to a point where yeah. you have to then, you know, say, oh, is it one-sided? <laughs> yeah, bro, you have to, you have to respect yeah, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you have to respect yourself. But I definitely do think I agree with you that making new friends or the act of it is definitely an intentional decision. The reason why it's a lot easier to make friends in secondary or even in uni, to be fair, is because you spend so much time with people. Whereas in the real world, once you graduate, once you're working, you're not going to have that time to spend with someone, to build a bond. So you have to go out your way to maybe push the boat out and say invite them out or even if they invite you out go out your comfort zone and go <laughs> so obviously don't don't go do anything mad but if they're telling you to do something that's a bit out of your comfort zone but they're inviting you out then saying yes more often is what mm-hmm. is going to lead to you making new friends i think that's definitely as you get older that's definitely a very big one if you actually want to make friends people will invite you out but it's mm-hmm. up to you to not because you're going to be tired everyone's tired but you have to realise if I do want to make this friend, then this is what I have to do to make this friend. It's not just going yeah. to happen. No, that's true. That's all yeah. true. Definitely saying yes more times than none helps. I've definitely been um, in a position where I've said no a few times. And it's only because, you know, this, I enjoy my own company. So sometimes I think mm. you have to understand mm. that that's the stepping out of the comfort zone. Even for me, I'm still working on that. To step out of my comfort zone. Mm. and say yes and be like you know what maybe you can pick another day you can chill by yourself or pick another day mm. you can do mm. this and this yeah and just step out that's, that's exactly what stepping out of comfort zone is just doing things that you usually won't do yeah no 100% even on that stepping out of your comfort zone I think sometimes too you have to take matters into your own hands so for example let's say making new friends is something that you are trying to do there's an analogy that I really like which is essentially it's more for like conversations when you're speaking to people and the whole concept is you being vulnerable first is what will make other people more comfortable to be vulnerable with you so the whole analogy goes if you go to a cave and it's pitch dark and you and someone else are both standing at the entrance if you both keep standing there you're just waiting for the other person you can do that but there's a chance our person won't go in and now you're just you're both standing there but if you say i'm gonna lead the way the other person now has the opportunity to say you know what you led the way i feel more comfortable i'm gonna follow up to you that's kind of how i see vulnerability Obviously, you have to be smart with it. You can't be vulnerable with everyone. You have to understand. It's it's also a skill knowing, is this a potential person that I can be vulnerable with? As I've gotten older too, I definitely do think that I've gotten better. When I meet people, I can kind of sense this could be my mm. person. I don't know if you ever feel that way. You see mm. initial vibes and you're like, I can see potential mm. here. So I'm more willing to maybe step a bit more than I would if I looked at someone initially and just thought, nah, you're not mm. my person. I don't know if you ever feel that way. No, definitely, yeah. I feel like I've been in that position where I could definitely see... Like, I get along with the person, so I know I'd, I'd rather chill with them a lot more than other people or stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, I'll definitely say yeah. That's the craziest thing about making friends too, because I can say for me, there's people that I've met, let's say in uni, that have probably overlapped mm-hmm. <laughs> people that I knew before. But it's because the connection that we had when we met, and probably again the time that you spend together has been much more than you actually spend with other people that you've known for mm-hmm. longer. Does yeah. that make sense? So it's crazy how even friendships, like if you don't force mm-hmm. it either, those ones can actually overlap the ones you've already had because you and that person just connect on a much deeper level than other people you've, you've had in your life for longer. Sometimes I don't even think it's connecting a different level. I think it's just, you just are around the same thing. If you're at uni, you're at uni. If you're at college, you're at college, you know, or if you're at work, you're at work. Because you don't are in the same environment every day or near enough every day, you kind of just, it just happens that way. So I think sometimes, because I know people that I've known way back and I definitely have some really deep connections with those, or I did have some really deep connections with those people, but because we just drifted in the sense that we're not really around each other as much as we used to be. And now I'm around different types of people, those types of people I'm a lot closer with. Just because I'm around them, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. No, fair enough. Yeah. And I, yeah. And it doesn't mean that, yeah, the friendship wavers either way. You know, it's still the same mm. strength in terms of how strong the relationship is. But yeah, I mean, just speaking of what you said, it just, it happens like that. So. But yeah, obviously, bro, to go kind of full circle into what the, my main question was this episode, you now have friends. Why do you now think? people eventually tend to lose friends as they get older. What do you think are the main reasons why that happens? I'll just say life, man. Life happens. Mm. That's it. That's the short answer. Um, yeah, man. So the reason why I've lost friends is just because, well, no, I wouldn't say lost friends, just lost touch with friends. Like, okay. they're still my friends, you know. It's just, mm. they're not people that I contact as regular anymore or stuff like that. I just, yeah, or well, I'm not in touch with what's happening in their lives like that. That's interesting. So yeah. would you still consider them friends? Yeah, I would say some people have definitely turned to acquaintances. Okay. Understand? But I would definitely say some of them are definitely still friends. Why I would still say they're friends is just because I feel like we, we would have shared a lot. So I think it's hard mm. for me to then just categorize them as an acquaintance because okay. when I see them the vibe is still there but it's not um like a rule that fits all because there's definitely people that do have a lot of memories and they've definitely turned into acquaintances so I think it just okay. depends on the relationship beforehand okay you know? okay no I heard that I heard that even me and you like at one point I would say we weren't as close in no the, definitely yeah so and I wouldn't say you turned to an acquaintance then <laughs> so mm. yeah yeah but we just went as close. That's actually true. It kind of links back to what you were saying earlier about when you're not in the same space as people, it's definitely mm-hmm. easier. So no, that is true. Yeah. I think that's also something that people forget too, that it's so easy being comfortable with the friends that you have because you've grown up with them. Everything is great. But as you said, life happens. People move away, bro. People get jobs in other countries. Yeah. People get partners in other countries. And it's in those situations also that I think people definitely lose friends because when you're not in the same space now, it's a lot harder to find that motivation to mm-hmm. want to reach out to another person. Mm-hmm. But if you, if you like, let's say you move to another country, I think, I think you should try your best to make the relationship still work. Especially mm. like, though, especially if you're old. If you're going older, I definitely think you should just, um, let's say if it was you now, if you went to America for work or whatever, I think I would definitely have to reach out. Maybe it won't be as often, but mm. I would reach out more often than none. And if I'm mm. randomly in the same seat as you, I'll have to, you know, come and see how you're doing. So I think yeah, yeah, yeah. just that is enough to maintain a relationship. Um, mm. Yeah. 
Mm. That's what I think. Nah, I think think that's true. I think Mm. that's true. I think definitely, as you said, with life, people get married, people have kids, all that stuff just takes up so much of your time. Mm. So your time is now so limited to even have time to even want to reach out to people. I think that's something that people don't appreciate when you're a busy person. It's that during your free times, you want to just relax. Because of that and those kind of decisions, I think that's, that also definitely contributes to why people lose friends down the line because more often than not, maybe you're thinking, I just want to relax. I definitely do think even though you're tired, every now and then when you know that I haven't reached out to this person in a while and this person is important to me, let me see how they're doing. So Mm. find that extra energy (laughs) to do that, Mm. I think is definitely important. And I think that's definitely, can definitely go a long way. I think a lot of people too don't appreciate that in those big moments in your life, like when you have your first child, your first that you're married, or like you're good, you're, you want friends to be around you in that period. So maintaining those relationships has to be important enough to you that you're willing to spend the extra time, even mm-hmm. though you're tired, to see how that person is. Yeah, but it's definitely easier said than done because I have no, it's true. It's enough true. life true. to be able to comment on the children and stuff like that. But obviously, I definitely see. I think I, I think we mentioned it before. I don't know whether I'm just introverted. Because mm. of that hour that I need to myself, like I don't really mm. know, <laughs> but I definitely, I, I as a person, I definitely need that hour to myself. So mm. I don't know if other people can, you know, <laughs> can do about it. I have no idea. So, or if they can find another way that helps them relax, I have no idea. But yeah, for me, speaking for myself, I definitely know, even though I might have a free hour here or there, even free sick, the evening might be free. I'd rather just mm. sometimes spend it to myself. So yeah. yeah I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember looking at something, it was like introverts find their energy from being alone. Mm. Extroverts find their energy from being around other people. Mm. And I think that's definitely true, man. Like when you're an introvert, your battery definitely gets sucked <laughs> when you have to be too sociable. Mm. <laughs> and obviously you have to do it because in this world, we're, we're sociable creatures. As we're mm. saying about emotional intelligence in terms of communication, I think definitely if you want to reach the heights, mm-hmm. you definitely have to improve those skills and be able to work with other people. Being an introvert sometimes, yeah, <laughs> you can tell the world is definitely not made for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would even say, because I know you, I would definitely say we're mm. both kind of ambiverts. Okay. Mm. Okay, I might need an hour away or the evening away. Well, mm. if I do it too often, I'll start getting agitated and I'll just feel like I need interaction. Nice. Do you understand? The, the only reason why I would even need that hour away is just because I have too much interaction. It gets overwhelming. So I just need to mm. just that silence. But mm. yeah, if it's, if it gets, if it, that gets too much as well, I need the interaction. So, that is true. Yeah. That is true. I guess it's about the balance. Like, yeah. You have to understand what you need personally. Yeah. 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 So no, that is true. That is true. I think another reason why people lose friends is sometimes people, I think people also just have too many friends. Mm. As we are saying about being busy, when you have too many people that you have to check up on, and you have to see how they're doing. That is so draining as well. Mm. So I think definitely deciding these are the people that I'm going to speak to more consistently. And these are the people that it's going to just be a checkup and you move on. I think that's definitely important to make sure that you don't lose the friends that you do have because you're too busy to be good friends to them. That's true. What's your number on the amount of friends that you need or yeah, the amount of friends that you should have? Mm. That's the intro. I don't know. I think it's subjective in, in terms of what you should have. It's difficult in terms of a specific number, but I think I can definitely tell when, yeah, there's too many of you in this inner circle. <laughs> These are the people that I have to consider, like, I, I think are lifers. Mm. And in our circle, cool, them two, I'll make an effort to make sure that I'm always every now and then checking mm. up. And then the further out the circle you go, the mm. less I care <laughs> whether mm. I, I, I shout you or not. 
But like the closer you get into it, I definitely say those are the people that I say, cool. I have to always be willing to put the time aside. Like my, my mom always says something that she's like, time is always going to be something that you're not going to have a lot of, but you have to mm-hmm. find time out of no time. Mm-hmm. That's that. So I think there's certain people in your life that you have to just find time out of no time mm-hmm. because they mean enough to you. And as much as what is in your power, you want to preserve those relationships. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. definitely. So one side of relationships, man, what do you think about that? I think that's, the most controversial thing about friendships is when it's just completely one-sided. Sometimes I know some people message me and they're like, or sometimes when I see people, they're like, oh, bro, you never shout me. You never shout me. I think that's cheeky though. I think they're not serious. Cause you could have, yeah, I think they're not serious. But I think it's like a, it's a way to stop the awkwardness when they see you. That's how I see it anyway. I don't see it as something that's like genuine as a, like you really care whether I shout you or not. Cause if you cared, you would have shouted me. Some people are genuine though. <laughs> some okay, people are fair genuine. Enough. Fair enough. Some people fair are definitely enough. genuine. They're definitely like confused why you haven't shouted them. That's crazy to me. <laughs> but again, that's probably links to what we said last week about self-awareness. <laughs> right. That self-awareness thing is so key. That like when you don't have it, I mean, that's when you even don't realize that this friend has always, is always the first to message me or always check up on me and I don't ever reciprocate. So I think definitely part of being a good friend, you definitely have to be a self-aware person. You know what I'm Because it's not when they now call you out or there's now a problem that you need to adjust how you're mm-hmm. acting. Sometimes reflect on how you've been as a friend and say, cool, I haven't been perfect, but I'm going to try to do better from here. Yeah, no, definitely. Even, yeah, just, I definitely have those situations where it's so difficult um, mm-hmm. to understand for me the relationships to one side. And sometimes I just give it up. Definitely something I'm going to be working on and trying to improve, just reaching out more, even if the person never reaches out to me because I still mm-hmm. have genuine love for them. So I'm just yeah. going to reach out. You know, if I see someone doing something amazing, because everything's online nowadays, so yeah, everyone, yeah, everyone yeah. posts what they're doing nowadays. So I'll literally just, if I see something pop up, you know, just say, hey, or just strike a small conversation. It doesn't even have to be too long. No, it's true, bro. I think we definitely need to do that more as people anyway, just in yeah. terms of spreading positivity. Yeah, so this is definitely the segment where I feel we're experts in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't say for certain relationships but definitely with our relationship maybe I could we could definitely say we're experts because we've mm. been able to maintain it for 18 years mm. which is it's not easy to do <laughs> and you know what's even funny is I don't even think we've had well we've definitely had tits and tats but I don't think we've had a major major argument mm. no I don't mm. think we have either I don't think that's like because even when I think of our mutual friends mm. I don't think I've had tats with them either or tits oh, okay. with them either so I think just in mm. general the people that are my friends I don't think we've actually had issues, hmm. I, which is quite interesting. But I guess like there could be like minor disagreements where it's like a misunderstanding or we're trying to understand each other. Mm-hmm. But I think at the end of the day, all of us appreciate how important communication is in general mm-hmm. and how that is the only way that we're going to get to the bottom of any little situation. Because I think the thing I've never liked, and I don't like when people do this, which is the whole thing of... um you're upset with someone, so your reaction is just, I'm just not going to talk to them. Mm. I think that's probably the easiest way, linking onto the last segment, how people lose friends and Mm -hmm. when your ego and your pride has just taken over. I'm always going to be like, this person means a lot to me, so I'm going to try and understand where they were coming from. I'm going to speak to them and I'm going to see what's happening here. I'm going to always do that first. And then if I can now see that person, maybe they want to use all ego and pride then maybe that's when it's out of my hands at that point. Mm, I tried. Mm, mm. I tried. But yeah, that, that's what I think. Anyway. I don't know what you think about that. 
Yeah, no, I agree, man. It's definitely hard to understand people and their motivations sometimes, so it can definitely get cross-wired. So I think just trying to stay level-headed is always important in those situations, especially when it's a close friend. No, it's true. It's true. It links into that because, again, I guess two things can be true at the same time. When I say the whole, I'm not going to speak to someone, I don't mean the whole, I don't mean when it's a thing where you realize tonight, it's not the best time for me to speak to this person. <laughs> Let me sleep, go wake up tomorrow, and then we'll have a level-headed conversation. I think that's mm. different to when it's just, I'm just never going to shout this person again. It's like, oh, cool. Let me make sure that my emotions, everything is in check. It links, again, That I think we, we timed this perfectly after mm. the emotional intelligence episode. Like, But I think that thing is so, so key in terms of maintaining friendships. Like mm. understanding that maybe in this moment of time, I'm not in complete control of my emotions. So let me mm. not speak. <laughs> and then I'll speak to this person tomorrow. Like, I yeah. think that's definitely a skill to have. And it goes a long way. No, it is. It definitely is. Obviously, because we've known each other for 18 years. There was definitely a time where we didn't really talk as much. How are we here right now? <laughs> because there was actually a time where we didn't really talk as often. I feel like because there wasn't like, it wasn't a falling out. It was more the whole concept of we were in different places just physically <laughs> we didn't really see each other and that's probably why we weren't as close but mm. the love and friendship was still always there so mm. i think as soon as we saw each other again it was oh that's my guy <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? so i think that's probably a big contribution to why we're here mm. that all it took okay. was for us to be in the same space again and then yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. all she wrote kind of thing yeah. so yeah, i don't know yeah. no i agree i agree i think that's how you even know that yeah, this person is definitely a real friend, but he's definitely mm. your person. Because mm. if you can just spend some time apart, then come together and it feels like you haven't even aged, then Bro, yeah, that's just yeah. perfect. We always speak about this and it's so crazy how this happens amongst friends mm. where we will have an idea and we'll speak to each other about it. And the other person's like, oh, I had similar thoughts recently. Or I was mm. thinking that last week or last month. And it's because... Even when we're not together, we're all growing, right? Mm. But it's crazy how the people that you're meant to be friends with, even though you're growing separately, you're still growing in the same direction. And you're still having similar thoughts and you're still similar people overall, mm. which is crazy. And I think that definitely goes a long way in terms of maintaining your friendships. I think those are the real, the friends that you know are probably going to be in your life, at yeah. least for the foreseeable future. Because that whole concept of outgrowing each other it's, it hasn't happened yet, and hopefully it doesn't ever happen, as long yeah. as you keep moving forward. Yeah, it's just it's just nice to know that that someone is definitely thinking the same thing as you. Mm. You know, that means you kind of share the same or similar dreams mm. and aspirations, which just makes it easier when you're asking for opinions or when you're taking on an adventure, because then it's easy to just ask for their opinion or even ask them to join, like mm. you know, we're doing this now. I remember I heard this thing a lot. In terms of the whole um, comparisons, effect of joy. And I definitely do agree with that concept in general, especially when it's looking at people on social media. But I think what people forget a lot too is that you're seeing what someone wants to show you. So the best parts of themselves and you're comparing the entirety of yourself. So you're obviously mm. always going to lose that battle. You know I mean, once I learned that is when I stopped comparing myself and thinking anyone was in a better position than mm. I am. That was a blessing for me in life. But why I say that is like, a, I do think amongst friends, looking at your friends and seeing them prospering or doing different things, that actually goes a long way in actually motivating you as well. Mm. 
and knowing mm. that I'm also capable of also doing well. Like I'm such a big believer of that whole concept of you're the average of the people you spend the most amount of time with. That thing is so real to me because I feel like, yeah, when you have people around you that you think are going in the same direction that you want to be going in, if you ever um slip up or maybe things aren't going the way you want it to go, like you know that getting advice from those people are going to take you to where you want to be. Mm. I think when you have that kind of understanding, it definitely goes a long way in motivating you to ensure that you maintain those relationships because it benefits you greatly to do yeah. so as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, Like I said at the beginning of the episode, there was definitely a situation I found myself where I confided in you and you gave me the type of advice I would expect of you. So it was nice to hear. In that type of situation, I could have gotten advice that was definitely not to my benefit mm. or or even something that wasn't even to my benefit. Maybe you just didn't hear what I had to say. Because in that moment, I felt, I felt like you genuinely cared. Mm. Yeah. So it was nice to be like, oh, wow, this person takes a serious interest in the decisions I'm making in my life. So I have to hear what they have to say, or I have to even be more cautious in making the correct decision or the, the decision that's best for me that leads me to where I really want to be and where I want to go. So yeah, I think definitely having someone or friends that, you know, think the same, are the same helps in maintaining that relationship. Yeah, it definitely does, man. I think just in general too, women are a lot better than this than we are as men. I think a lot of it too is the whole, you're a man, da 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 But that whole, man, I love my friends. <laughs> That's I think that whole, just being more emotionally available too is also very important. Like, mm-hmm. to actually let people know what you think about them and how you feel. Like, don't just let them just guess and be like, oh, I think this person cares about me. Make it mm-hmm. abundantly clear through your actions, and on top of that, through your words as well. You understand? Mm. I think that definitely goes a long way too in terms of helping you maintain your relationships with people as you age, as you get older. Yeah, no, it does. It does. I think um, even something I need to be working on is definitely making more of an effort to stay in touch because mm. um, it's not easy to do. And if you're too busy or you just feel like you're too busy, you know, you just, you just keep putting it off to be fair. So, there's definitely something I need to be able to do. So it's definitely, I think that's such a key component to, to maintaining the relationship, staying in touch yeah. and just trying your best to see where it goes from there. Like I said in, in the previous segment, yeah, even if it's just a quick checking up on how they are, I think that's, that's important. Yeah, it definitely is true, man. I definitely agree with that. And yeah, I guess to even just like wrap up this episode too, I think probably one of the main ones too is we kind of touched on it before, but actually being there to keep them accountable for the actions that they take, the yeah. decisions they make in their life. It's like making sure that any decision they make as their friend, and it's like obviously at the same time too, that it's their own life, they can do what they want. But I think as long as my conscience will always be clear, if I know I was completely honest with this person and I told them how I felt and I let them then use the information that they've designed collated from everyone they've spoken to mm-hmm. to make their final choice. I think, when you have those kind of authentic relationships with people, that goes a long way in you respecting or you appreciating that person's presence in your life as a whole. Yeah. So I think yeah. definitely a lot more of us need to <laughs> be better at doing that. I think sometimes too, so you're scared or oh, I don't want to do this person might, but I feel like if you can't do that, then you have to really question how close really are you guys. So yeah. I think it's important to, to, to question that as well though, because mm. I think one thing you also have to do when keeping someone accountable is being able to respect their boundaries. Mm. So that's that's important. Because obviously definitely keep them accountable. But 
also respect the boundaries that your friendship is in. It's true. No, that's a very good point. Because I think we speak about this all the time. I think some people, maybe they don't want to speak about it, but it doesn't matter how close you are. After a certain amount of time, we're both introverts. You eventually want your own space again. That's like, all that kind of stuff. You being friends doesn't that mean that you have to be in each other's skin all the yeah, time. I definitely yeah, yeah. do think, as much as it, like, it is important to keep in touch with people, you also living your own lives mm. and not being together all the time also does contribute. Uh, it's not, I think you just have to get the right balance between the two. Cause yeah. I also don't want someone who's just every, just always on me. And yeah. you're, 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 you're too needy. Cause you, yeah. you can also be a needy friend where it's like you expect too much of me. That is also a reason why eventually you probably will grow apart. Because if already now with the life I'm, I'm in, it's already a lot. When more stuff start coming in, it's going to be very hard to maintain these yeah. relationships. I think definitely yeah. more people need to be aware to make sure that, yeah, you are giving people space to miss you. And because you're friends doesn't mean you have to be, that's like, all the time right next to them. Like, I'm not making them feel bad about it either. Mm. Like, I think, yeah, yeah. 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 Why, why respecting or having friends that respect your boundaries is so important because, like, you know how much I feel about even having my own time. So you'd be like, you know what, let me not even disturb Joe with this, you know, because yeah. you understand. I feel definitely respecting boundaries is something that you should definitely place importance on when trying to maintain relationships. Welcome to the Ace and Joker Moment. This is the part of the show where we talk about something from the week that's hard hitting, which is our Ace Moment, and I guess something that's funny, which is our Joker Moment. So, Ace, do you have any Ace or Joker moment? Yeah, so my Ace moment, obviously, for this week was, you know, it was our birthday. My Ace moment was just my day in general. I think it was just a really fun way to celebrate my birthday. I think a lot of times when it's your birthday, you want to be around loads of people. You want to be around your loved ones and friends. But this this year, I said, you know what? Let me just have space and a day to myself where I can just go mm. Do whatever I want to do, freestyle. That's like, mm. I got like a nice place to go stay. I went out. I was like, I was in the shopping mall. I was like, you know what? I'm craving this food that I haven't had in a long time. Let me go get it. Went to the mm. restaurant by myself, ordered a starter, main dessert, enjoyed myself. Like just had a nice experience. Like I, I didn't have my phone on. I was just thinking, reflecting on my last year, everything I've achieved everything I'm trying to achieve next year. And it was just nice. There was just a lot less pressure than there normally is when it's your birthday. You have to now plan stuff and go and meet people and do all of that. And yeah, so it was just a really fun day. And it's definitely something I'd recommend to people going forward that when it's your birthday, you don't always have to... Now, so don't get me wrong. I think when it's like big, because it, it, was like, it wasn't like a big iconic year. That's, what was, that's also why I was able to make a decision. But even then, it's up to you. But for me, when it's like a, a more iconic year and cool, that's when I can maybe do something a bit bigger, something with mm. friends and family. But it doesn't have to be that way all the time. It's just mm. what I'd say for anyone going forward that you don't have to wait on other people. You might even want to mm. say, I know I want to, I want to go do a solo trip. I want to try, like just not having to just wait on other people. It's just, it's just a really nice feeling. Honestly, like I actually appreciate everyone who sent me a happy birthday. It was such a nice feeling to have mm. that experience. But I remember when I was out, because my plan was, you know what, today I don't want to respond to people. I'm going to just respond to people tomorrow so let me just have this day to myself then i saw a message from one of my friends and he must have said something like oh i was having a very good birthday he hasn't responded for the whole day and it made me laugh bro because it was like oh <laughs> i got it kind of made me feel bad because you know what people actually wish like, but let me actually the least i can do now is make time to mm. start responding to everyone and 
it was just a funny experience overall. But mm. no, nah, I definitely had a really good day. And yeah, no, nah, that's mm. definitely been my ace moment of this week. Well, that's good, man. It was also my birthday as well. <laughs> that is on the same week. <laughs> so I'll definitely say that. When you told me you just spent the week, um, I mean, the day to yourself, mm. I was like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> Because yeah, that's that's definitely a nice experience to do. When, but I guess if if you're someone that don't really, if if you've had the whole year where it's been mm. a bit too much, I guess that's the perfect thing to do. It was a different way to celebrate your birthday. So uh, yeah, yeah, it sounded good. Definitely recommend it. But yeah, I know. Do you have an Ace of Joker moment? So we went to see Dave Chappelle. It was just hilarious. I, I like I like the way he performs and the way mm. he like yeah, he just he tells his jokes. Excellent performer, man. Just nah, I think coming away from that show, I was just it just made me just it just highlighted just how much comedy is a talent and a skill. Like mm. just how there's certain situations where you like you know how the audience are gonna react, so he he just mm. doesn't say anything, he lets people mm. speak. The ability mm. to freestyle on the spot, like mm. like laughing and playing with the audience next to you. Right. It was just yeah, no, nah, it was definitely definitely a really cool experience. Alright, walking away from that, I genuinely believe that guy <laughs> Did not, you know how some of these comedians, they might change a bit of their jokes here and there, but I feel mm. that because he had, I think he was performing from the 12th to the 16th. Mm. I genuinely don't think he had the same jokes for every day. <laughs> I think he mm. came out every day and was telling different jokes because yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a time just to give some perspective. There was a time where he was telling some cheating jokes, telling mm-hmm. some cheating jokes. And then this, I think it was a black guy. This black guy stood up and Dave was trying to get his attention. He said, he said a joke. Everyone laughed. Then he continued mm-hmm. to try to get his attention to engage him. And then the guy just turned around and started walking away. And the whole crowd goes, ooh. And in that moment, I'm thinking like, how can this guy save this? <laughs> like, how is it possible to save this right now? And this guy turns around and he says, brother, you can't get away from these cheating jokes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the whole crowd went crazy. The whole Listen. crowd went crazy. And yeah, that, that just showed me that. Yeah, this guy can think on his feet. It was like an awkward moment because imagine yeah, you're was. trying to you're trying to call someone back, get someone's attention, and you're you're Dave in it. You're you're the main guy, and everyone's now waiting for you to say something. It's true. He just says it's the true. perfect thing. It's so, true. Yeah, it's true. Crazy. Nah, it's definitely it's a crazy. big big skill. So nah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been like I think he's been like performing since he was like thirteen or fourteen or something. So. Yeah, yeah. He said fourteen. Yeah, so he probably had situations like before where people have walked out. He said, "Nah, I'm ready for you. <laughs> 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 I'm ready for you." Yeah, it was a nice way to cap off our birthday. Hundred percent. Like it was. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. But yeah, just to wrap up the episode, just wanted to say to everyone who wished both me and Joe happy birthday. We appreciate you. And yeah, hopefully you're enjoying the podcast and definitely let us know what you think. But yeah, any last words, bro? You said it better than me, man. (laughs) If you're still here, thank you for listening to this episode of the Ace and Joker Podcast.